0: That dark black one, that dark black one on Twitter, man, I had a major screw-up. I threw my whole cellular phone inside the washer machine by accident, of course, but that wiped out everything. I had to buy a new phone, so I got a new top-of-the-line phone. Hopefully, it sounds like I'm brand new, like it sounds better than what it did before. But, uh who knows? Anyhow... What did I really want to talk about this morning, man? There was a lot of stuff that happened last week. One of the big things that happened last week was you had the mother of the boy who was falsely accused of groping that white woman in Brooklyn. You had them coming out and kind of... uh, I don't really blame the boy. The boy's only nine years old. So... He's probably um, not as, you know, knowledgeable about the system of white supremacy. It looks like he's raised by a single mother because I don't see the father in the picture anywhere around. And the mother was like, you can see the mother was coaching a boy to say that he forgives a woman. But a couple days before, he's like, yeah, I don't forget that woman. Um, she's something's wrong with her. And they interviewed her. She she barely even knew who the boy's name was. So I think it had to be some kind of money involved. As always, with these situations when you have uh something go viral Because I mean when, when whenever you see somebody backtrack or do stuff like that it always leads me to believe that there was some money involved but um you know I figured that 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 the mother was a suspected coon i already i already kind of had a hunch that the mom was was like that because the boy originally was like Oh, you know. Um violence is an answer, friendship is key. So that just seemed like some 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 stuff that the mother was trying to shove down his throat, but I don't know, man. It's disappointing. It's disappointing because at the end of the day, these viral sensation people, they don't ask. They don't ask to become viral sensations. And they're not equipped with the most knowledge of being woke or being a social justice warrior. Um, At the end of the day, they're just a story for the week, the hot topic for the week. And then two months from now, you forget about these people and their living situation ain't changed despite all the Despite all the fame that they get from going viral. And these people are getting judged by the internet and torn apart like a nine-year-old. But the single mom, yeah, she deserves to be, to me, she deserves to be torn apart. Because uh, when you're a little bit older, you know how the system of white supremacy works. But I don't blame the child at all, you know, but I think the mother... Was doing that typical MLK uh, subservient black routine because uh, she was in front of some white people. So, uh, you know, it's it's typical, man. I mean, this happens all the time. I kind of start to understand what Jason Black says when he says, look, man, I'm tired of caping for these, these families. And then these families, you know, victims of, uh, you know, victims of racism, uh, domestic terrorism type of violence where black people get assaulted and lynched or murdered and then the family comes out and they say, well, it had nothing to do with race. It had absolutely nothing to do with race. So that type of stuff, You know that happens all the time, where black where, where the black people backtrack and say it had nothing to do with racism. It was just a huge misunderstanding. Uh, this type of this type of game happens all the time. And Jason Black said he was tired of defending families who shuck and jive because the parents say, "Hey, it wasn't a racial incident," and. You know, that's like music to the district attorney's ears, because then they're going to say, hey, look, now we don't have the impetus to kind of push forward with any charges because the mother's not willing to press any charges. The mother doesn't think it's a big deal. What can a child do? The child's only nine years old. he Can't take care of himself. So anyhow, um, I went to go see the race war movie. On uh, Saturday, it was in uh, Beverly Hills, really, really nice uh, part of town. You know, this is a majority white, Jewish, uh, affluent area. And, uh, you know, the people at the theater was very cordial, had great hospitality, suspected white supremacists, but were very, very kind and very, very nice. Uh, went inside, sat down Got there early, about 30 minutes early The the, the movie, of course, didn't start on time um, It was packed I mean, there was a hunt for seats There were seats available But they were uh, scattered everywhere I did see Judge Joe Brown Judge Joe Brown, he kind of walked to the front And he had some people come up to him, approach him you know, shake his hand or whatever the case may be. Not really too much of a big fan of Joe Brown. Uh, to me, he's too much on the fence. And he says things sometimes that are like, okay, are you against white supremacy or what's up? But anyhow, I saw him. So I went, to, we, we, me and my wife, we watched the film. Film came on. And I got to be honest, man, it was it was kind of remedial. Um, uh, you know, I've watched a lot of documentaries, 1804, uh, Hidden Colors, um, even, even unpopular DVDs. I've watched, uh, 7, 7 a.m. I did not get to see Gentrified, but, uh, I did get to see his third film, which was, um, Which was Race War. I gotta be honest, man. The information is pretty basic. I mean, if you've ever watched Hidden Colors, any of the Hidden Colors, you would see that there's a lot of information hitting you that, I mean, I could turn on Hidden Colors 1 and I'm going to catch something that I never caught before despite seeing it two or three times. So with this film there's not information just coming at you at the speed of a Lamborghini it's just not there's kind of like the introduction of slavery and uh, you know from Spain and, and, and Cristobal Cologne, And it gives you the history of slavery it's great for like teenagers and young, young men, people who aren't a part of Jason Black's audience. You see, uh, this stuff is already like, you're preaching to the choir. Um, There was maybe a little bit of information about Steve Jobs that maybe not a lot of people knew about. Um, And, you know, that may have shocked some people. But ultimately, uh, the, the people who steal the show is is Richard Spencer and I guess the Jared Taylor guy, I don't don't know his last name, Jared Jared something, I think it's Jared Taylor. And Jared is is like the old generation of white supremacy and Richard Spencer is a new generation of white supremacy. And despite them not getting along and not seeing everything eye to eye and having disagreements, they're still on code with each other and they still, even in disagreement, um, even if they may make snark, snarky or slick remarks about each other, they'll never really throw each other under the bus to make them seem like uh, whatever. In other words, Richard Spencer may not get along with, um, Richard Spencer may not get along with, uh, come on man. People drive slow when they see cops. Uh, It may not. He may not get along with Richard Bannon. And he may not see eye to eye with Richard Bannon. But. I mean, not Richard Bannon. Steve Bannon. He may not see eye to eye with Steve Bannon. But. For the most part, they understand. That they're better than the black race. The black race is beneath them. They're all an agreement as far as like blacks being inferior. So they may disagree with uh, the structure or the way you go about racism, but it's ultimately the same shit. Uh, I think, I think um, Richard Banner's on like some global shit and you know, these other guys are kind of more, you know, they're focusing on America, the population of America an American white, uh, white. So, that part of the film was the most interesting. Everything else was, you know, the, the scholars or whatever. With with all due respect to them, this was stuff you've already heard these guys say. This is stuff that you've already. I mean, this is the same stuff that you've been hearing. If you've been conscious, you know, some for some, you know, I would say for the last five years or something. This is the stuff that's not groundbreaking or brand new so the editing that's another thing you could tell that he did the editing um because the film felt like a long the film felt like a long youtube video there were screenshots and then you could see the 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 cheap kind of uh uh, what, what kind of editing was that? That was uh, comes with Apple, I think it's called, uh, not Final Cut. May have, may have been Final Cut, but I think it was, it wasn't even Final Cut. But he he did all of the editing himself, and there were parts where the film wasn't properly edited. He could have took more time to make sure that it was a little bit more. Um, well-prepared because editing was sloppy and with the, the editing was not good at all you know you he, I guess he didn't have with the money that he had he didn't have enough money to hire an editor or whatever the case may be but I just looked at it like man this is this is not good I mean editing was bad but ultimately you know it was a decent film I would say out of a 10 uh, for me personally it's like a six. Uh, if you're already conscious, it's like a six, man. If you're like... The, the most important thing about the movie is wit, is what the white supremacists say. And there was a lot of people in the crowd that were kind of like... ah, oh, Looking like... Nah, oh, man. You know, like ready to argue with uh, Richard Spencer through the movie. Or ready to argue with Jared Taylor through the movie. But a lot of shit that they were saying was true. I would say like 80% of the shit that the, the white supremacists were saying was true. It's just, once they start getting into like, oh, you know, blacks and intelligence and IQ and all of this, all of this nonsense that is like, okay, that's some hogwash, hogwash. That's some racist, uh, racist science, you know, that type of shit, you know, where you talking about the bell curve and all this stuff that's been uh, that can be disproven. Um, once he starts talking about that, it's like okay. But the stuff where he talks about like how whites want to live among themselves, they don't really want to be around blacks. That shit is true. You know that he was saying like a lot of shit that Richard Spencer was saying was very charismatic. If you was a white person and you was like uh. You know, you was trying to do whatever, you know, you would lean towards uh, what Richard Spencer was saying if you was like a millennial, because the shit that he was saying was very charismatic. If you was a white person and you kind of you wasn't racist, but you knew deep down the shit that he was saying was true. So he's kind of like unapologetically white. So I was like, wow, I don't think this movie makes Richard Spencer look bad at all. If anything, you know, if it's some white people to watch the film, they'd be very proud if there were some outright people and they went to go see the, the film. They're, they're like, as soon as it comes on DVD, they're probably going to purchase it. So he probably get outright, uh People to buy it, too. But, uh, yeah, you know, that's my honest to God uh, review. And I'm out.